Hello there. I want to welcome you to the Be Encouraged podcast. This is Greg Shoemaker speaking. I hope that this podcast will be used as a catalyst to help to catapult you into a deeper walk with the Lord and that it will be an encouragement to you throughout your day. So sit back, relax, and be encouraged today. You really do matter to God. Enjoy. Hey there, everybody. Uh, This is Greg speaking. Thank you so very much for joining me today on the Be Encouraged podcast. Last time we uh, we talked, we uh, we started a series called Keys for Kingdom Breakthrough. Um, And what we talked about last time was uh, seeing beyond what you see. You know, we talked about Elisha where uh, the, the city that he and his servant were in was surrounded by an army that came for him and uh, how Elisha prayed and asked God to open the servant's eyes so that the servant could see what he saw. That Elisha was seeing something that was greater than what was before him. We just talked about how with Kingdom Breakthrough there are things that show up before our eyes and we have to make the decision of what we're going to give our focus to. Are we going to give our focus to the thing that's in front of us or are we going to give our focus to the promise that is within us? God has given us promises. Promises like I will never leave you or forsake you. Uh, Promises like I know the plans that I have for you and they are plans for good, not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. You know, uh, promises like you are more than a conqueror through Jesus who loves you. You know, these are promises that we have to choose to cling to in the face of the things that are staring, trying to stare us down. And so to go on with that, the next uh, point that I wanted to make here in this series, uh, Keys for Kingdom Breakthrough, was the important part of hearing beyond what you hear. We have to see beyond what we see, but we also have to hear beyond what we hear. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is this. We are given reports all the time. Reports about uh, COVID, reports about disease, reports about the financial uh, uh, system around us and uh, just different things, you know, reports about our children, reports about uh, about our health, uh, you know, on down the line. We have to be able to hear beyond what we are hearing with our natural ears and hear what God has to say about the circumstance and situation. And that can be kind of tricky. That can be a big challenge because the voices that speak to us in the natural can be extremely loud. Let me let me also just make this point just before I go on. The whole idea behind Keys for Kingdom Breakthrough is one word, and that word is perception. Perception. The way that you perceive something is the way it will manifest in your life. Let me say that again. The way we perceive something is the way that thing will manifest in our lives. 
I give an example. My father-in-law, um, before he passed away, he he had this this phobia, if you will. He could not handle getting on an airplane because his perception was no matter what's going to happen, the airplane's going to crash and he's going to die. And so what ended up happening was he could never really get on an airplane unless he was drugged or something, you know, just to knock him out so he could sleep through it. You know, he just couldn't he couldn't do it. He hated airplanes. So the way that that manifested in his life was he was never able to enjoy an airplane ride. He could never enjoy it because he was convinced and persuaded his perception was it's a death trap and he's going to die. The plane's going to fall down and crash, you know, and that's that's the power of perception. So when it comes to hearing beyond what we hear, what we hear in the natural will bring with it a certain perception and we have to decide on which perception we're going to cling to. Because that thing speaks to us and declares things over us, and it comes with its perception. But then God says something. God declares and decrees and proclaims something, and that comes with a perception as well. The perception that God has is a perception of victory, whereas the perception oftentimes in the natural is a, is a perception of lack or defeat. And uh, let's look at a, a passage of scripture here in First uh, Samuel chapter 30, verses 6 to 9. And this is when the Amalekites uh, came and basically um, uh, ransacked Israel's, Israel's camp. And it's interesting to me that what the Amalekite, uh, Amalekites took were the wives and the children. They took their wives and the children. They didn't take anything else. I mean, well, they might have taken other stuff too, but specifically, they took the wives and the children. I thought that was, I thought that was very interesting because uh, what I see in that is the wives represent intimacy and the children represent future, uh, you know, and so the the enemy comes at us and tries to take away our intimacy with the presence of God and tries to take away our future or our heritage in him as well. And so we have to fight against that. Now, um, so First Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. Now, David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of uh, of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. Now catch this last line of verse 6. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. That's powerful. And then you go to verse 7. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, or Ahimelech's son, Please bring the ephod here to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David. So David, now catch this, so David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake him? Hang on a second. David had just heard that the camp of Israel had been ransacked. David is hearing that the people wanting, are wanting to stone him. 
they're coming after him. They are upset. They're overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed with grief. But look what David did. David then turned to God and said, God, okay, I hear what these people are saying. I hear what the report is. I get all that. What do you say, Lord? What do you say? I hear what's coming at me, but I want to go off of what I hear you say. So he said, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake him? Here's what God said in verse 8. And he answered him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Now look at the next verse, verse 9. Look at what David did. So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him and came to the brook, to the brook Besor, uh, where they stayed, uh, where, excuse me, Besor, where those stayed who were left behind. And then you jump down to verse 18. So David, and because David went ahead and he acted on what he heard God say. See, see, you, you know, when you hear reports, when you hear things coming at you, you have a choice. You can either act on what you've heard or you act on what you hear from God. David, in this situation, acted only on what he heard from God, and he didn't act on anything else. It didn't remove anything else, but it did not, it did not dictate what David's response would be. David's response was dictated by what God said. Verse 18, so David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. Verse 19, and nothing of theirs was lacking, either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Interesting, that's just exactly what God said. He said, you will surely, without fail, recover all. And it says in verse 19, David recovered all. And then verse 20, then David took all the flocks and herds. They had driven before those other livestock and said, this is David's spoil. So here we have David going in and recovering all, just like God said. Now, if we go to, uh, uh, here's another one, 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 17 to 24. Now, follow me on this. This is going to be a little bit long, but follow me. Verse 17. Now, when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David, and David heard of of it and went down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Verse 19 of uh, 2 Samuel 5. Uh, yeah, verse 19 of Second Samuel 5. So David inquired again. David required of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? See, David heard that the Philistines were coming after him. And again, look at what David did. Again, I can I hear what they're saying. I get what they're saying. Fine. But what do you say, God? I want to find out from you what you want to be done. So he says to God uh, in verse 19, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless 
doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. That's pretty cool. I mean, that is just really, really cool. I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my army, my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. Now, the words Baal Perazim means master of breakthroughs. Friend, I want to tell you right now, God is the master of your breakthrough. Let me say it again. God is the master of your breakthrough. You will not get the breakthrough that you're desiring anywhere else. God is the master of it. And David didn't get the breakthrough anywhere else but from what he heard God say and he and him acting on what he heard from the voice of God. And then it says in verse 21, And they left their images there, and David and his men carried them away. Um, verse 22, Then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, and he said, You shall not go up. Now catch this. Look at that. Verse 23 of chapter 5, 2 Samuel. Uh, he, David inquired of the Lord again and said, You shall not go up. Ah, interesting. First two times he said, go on up, go, go get him, take him out. But this time God said, no, don't do it. You shall not go up. But here's what you're going to do. You're going to circle around them and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Now listen, verse 24. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching. <laughs> Friend, you got to catch this. This is this is just like God. When you hear the sound of marching uh, in the tops of the mulberry trees. Marching in the tops of the mulberry trees? Does that not sound a little bit like Elisha? Uh, you know, more, great, more are with us than are with them. You know, here's an army up against us, but God's got uh, our, uh, an army of fiery chariots and and, and everything surrounding that army, even up in the mountains. That's <laughs> pretty cool. So God said to David, hey, listen, you shall not go up. Circle around behind them and come, uh, come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. And verse 24, and it shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly for the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. Man, that's just amazing. So I want to say to you, friend, right now, you need a breakthrough. God's got the strategy. God's got the plan. If you will take the time to stop and listen for the voice of God, listen beyond, or I should say hear beyond what you hear. Yes, what, is come, what came up against David each time was real. It was a very real threat. He had a very real and formidable enemy coming up against him every time. When the Amalekites took their, took their wives and their children and, and, and different things, their spoils. Yeah, very formidable enemy. And I, I mean, the, the, the circumstance and situation you may be facing right now is a very real circumstance. But 
God is for you today, Baal Perazim. He is the master of breakthroughs. And God knows the strategy that will give you the breakthrough that is necessary for your life. What you and I have to do is to do what David did. In the face of what we hear, we pull away and we say, what do you say, God? I hear what, I, what, what these things are saying. I hear what these people are saying. I hear what the circumstance is saying. I hear what the issue is saying. Yeah, and I hear all of these other voices. But Father, what do you say? I hear what they're all saying, but I refuse to act on what I'm hearing out here. I want to hear what you have to say, and I'll act only, only on what you say and nothing more. So friend, I want you to be encouraged today. Listen, God's got you. God knows what needs to happen. You have the choice to hear what you hear or hear beyond what you hear. And I promise you, if you're, you'll be willing to hear what God has to say about the situation, you will walk out victorious because he's got the strategy that will take you from victory to victory from glory to glory, from strength to strength, and from faith to faith. Be encouraged today, friend. You're not by yourself. You are a winner. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me today on the Be Encouraged podcast. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, if you wouldn't mind dropping me an email at greg at gregshoemake.com, that would really be great. And I want to encourage you to take this opportunity to connect with me on Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash gregory.shoemake1. You know, drop me a note just to say you were blessed by it. I really appreciate it. And until next time, be encouraged and I'll see you on the other side.